The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse for free trial membership. This is Writing Excuses, season four, episode 33, Trunk Novels. 15 minutes long because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. I'm Howard. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Dan was making a funny voice. (laughs) That's just his normal voice. He always makes a funny voice. Yes. Um, (laughs) We are recording live again from Dragons and Fairy Tales, um, the wonderful bookstore in Eagle Mountain, Utah and uh, live in front of a non-studio audience. And we're going to do an episode on trunk novels. Um, More appropriately, how to reuse old ideas when you decide to take them and repurpose them, when you decide that you just want to rewrite a novel. Um, I have several times through my career Done, taken old ideas and completely written new novels off of them. So we're just gonna gonna talk about how we do this. So um, Dan, have you ever done this? Uh, Yes. Okay. I have. Oh, good. Never successfully. Never successfully. Oh, what went wrong? Um, well, I have a novel I have tried and to tried to start and never finished three different times. Oh, wow. Which one is that? It's the the Nightbringer. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Which okay. I'm going to try again this fall. Okay. We're, we're going to make it happen this time. <laughs> you could do it for uh, NaNoWriMo during November? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was when I did it the first time through was NaNoWriMo. No, <clears throat> has, has it occurred to you that maybe the month of November is cursed? <laughs> <laughs> um, That's the problem. Many may know the story that I, uh, when I was uh, approached by Tor uh, buying a Elantris, that they wanted another book from me, and what I pitched to them was a book called Mistborn, The Final Empire. Um, which I had written a book called Mistborn in the past, and I had written a book called Final Empire in the past, both of which stink. Um, and I, I was in his writing group. I can vouch for yes, that. Yes, he can. They're, um, they're two of the worst books I've ever written. Um, despite the fact that my skill as a writer was growing better, the books themselves didn't work. Um, and so Mistborn the Final Empire, which um, people seem to enjoy as a novel, came from two pretty terrible novels. And so I've, I've done this. Um, the Way of Kings, which is coming out August 31st, yay, um, <laughs> is uh, a repurposed novel. I had written a book called The Way of Kings once, and I had decided to rewrite it 
from scratch it and release it. It got some fantastic Amazon reviews. Uh, yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and all, has been getting them for years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, now um, talking yeah. about Mistborn. Yeah. One of the things, one of the reasons that I think Mistborn worked very well. You say yeah. that that was two of your old books combined right. together. If I remember, that actually had many other ide old ideas. Yes, it did. That I, all got I, thrown together. Mistborn I, was when yeah. you took every good idea you'd had in about five years and put them all in the same. Yeah, place. I pulled out all the stops because I'm like, wow, I need to do a series that needs to to rock the house, and so <laughs> I stuck everything in there I could think of. See, and, and I, I think. think the, oh. I was going to say, I think that's a really good idea. And so my first piece of advice in terms of reusing old ideas is don't hold back. Yeah. I, yeah Every I was good say idea you thing. have, you're going to have 12 more next week. Right. So go ahead and use them all now. And the more you train yourself as a writer, we've said, the more you will do this. And um, this is a completely different topic, but it's very important. Um, a lot of new writers seem to want to hold back the greatest things. They're going to write this b brilliant series, right? And they've got these wonderful ideas for how it's going to go. And then they'd save them all for books two, three, and Four this, and things like that. This is my magnum opus, and I'm yeah. not ready to write it yet. So I shall write something small. Well, no, they, they, no, they write the they write the first book and say the second book's going to be awesome. Yeah, and, and book one is just set up for all the cool stuff. No right. one's going to get there if there's no cool stuff. And, in and one of the book. things I decided with Mistborn was like I'm going to cram this all together and try and tell a trilogy's trilogy's worth of stories story in one book. Um, and it worked very well. And I find that new authors, and myself in the early days I did this, I would be like, oh, this is the great thing that's going to happen in book three. Well, if it's that awesome, see if put you can in, get in book one. Put it in book one. Yeah. Yeah. The, the most memorable time I've recycled something was a, a, a short, uh, not a ghost story, ghost story okay. that I put together in which I, it came to me when uh, Sandra and I, first night in the new house, the dishwasher's running. And when it's draining, there's this gargling noise coming from the kitchen that sounds like a voice. And I thought, <laughs> what if every time the dishwasher drained, the house spoke? Okay? And, and so the house is possessed, and you call in paranormal expert after expert to exercise the house, and the only guy who can fix the problem is the plumber who says, oh, yeah, you just got some air here in the valve. And fixed it. And that's the end. There's no ghost. It's just, it's completely random. And I totally ended up reusing that in yeah. Schlock Mercenary, the big haunted battleship storyline in Tub of Happiness. Um, which is really fun. Which is, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, I mean, it's a fun overall book, but that little segment was so much fun to put in comic book format because ever since then, I've had readers emailing me saying, so was it a ghost or wasn't it? Come on, it sounds like it was a ghost. That can't just have been random. Well, that's... Why it made the AI insane? Because that's so incredibly improbable. I still say it was random. Um, one of the things, I mean, digging at this um, for new writers, the questions are why. Why did you decide to reuse it? Why did I decide to reuse, rewrite Mistborn rather than doing something new? Um, and I guess I'll answer my own question on that. Um, because with me, in this case, I really was disappointed in the books I'd written. And yet the ideas were stellar. Uh, Mistborn had a really great magic system, and so did Final Empire. Um, Ferrochemy was originally in the Final Empire. Um, you know, Alamancy from Mistborn. And there were these great magic systems that I, I didn't want to lose. I had some great characters at places, and I, the books had just failed. Um, and so I wanted to take them and make them succeed. So my real motivation in that was, uh, was, was not wanting to toss these great ideas. Um, why do you keep trying Nightbringer? Because it's really cool. Um, <laughs> 
No, it's a very good idea, and I think that it's going to work. The, the, actually, the example that I want to use right now, though, is a different one. When I was uh, in high school, and this is where I make some embarrassing confessions to everybody, um, I, I am a role player and have been forever. Oh, no! And it gets worse. It gets worse. Uh, and there's the monkey noises. No, it gets worse than role playing. I wrote some Rifts fan fiction in high school. Oh, no! Oh, my word. And we get thundered. Even God is upset with me for writing some role-playing game fan fiction. Okay, so here's the deal, okay? I was writing this book in high school, and it, it, it was so bad, and it was so dumb. But it had a couple of really cool ideas in it about what does it mean to be human. And so just yesterday, I was talking to an editor on the phone about uh, a proposal that we're kind of bouncing back and forth. And that is the phrase that they threw out, was what we really think this is going to be about is what does it mean to be human, I thought. Well, I've already written some Rift fan fiction about that. I'm your man. <laughs> so I, I pulled out a couple of these old ideas and reworked them and found that they fit exactly what this editor was looking for. And so sometimes those old ideas that you think are weird and are never going to work, they will find a place in a new project. Okay. Yeah, I have a folder on my desktop uh, called Off Track, which is when I will script something and realize, no, that's not the direction the plot wanted to go. But I really like the dialogue there. Uh, but because of the way I, I format things, it's already laid out as a strip. And so I'll just throw it into that folder. And some of the stuff in there is, at this point, eight years old. But I will dig through it and sometimes find you know, dialogue bits. And I realize, oh, that's perfect. Some of the things that are in there that are, that are wonderful are, are cases where I will look at dialogue that I wrote for Tagon and realize, I thought he actually said that in canonized strips. Uh -huh. That has become part of the backstory. That is something that he said that is informing all of my writing for him. And so it's perfectly okay if now he actually says it. <laughs> the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, we're going to do our book of the week this week from Dan. He has uh, the book Yes, for us. book of the week this week is Feed by Myra Grant. This is a zombie novel, but a very atypical one. It is kind of one-third zombie novel, two-thirds 
futuristic political thriller. And it is about three bloggers. What is, what is very, very quickly, because uh, I think this is incredibly clever. The, uh, when the zombie apocalypse happens, the mainstream media is ill-equipped to deal with it because they don't believe that it's actually happening. Whereas all of the nerds and the online bloggers, they recognize it immediately and they start spreading the word. And so the world is saved because of bloggers. <laughs> and so in this future, there's three bloggers who, um, who uh, start following a uh, presidential candidate around through zombie-infested yet stabilized America. And it's, it's fascinating. It, like I said, it's a, it's a lot of zombie stuff, a lot of political stuff, a lot of um, blogging, internet stuff. It's great. Uh, it's, again, Feed by Myra Grant. You can I go, recommend it yeah. very highly. You can get it at... Uh, Audiblepodcast.com. Yes, I can never remember excuse. this. Um, for your... Oh, here we've got... Those were supposed to be zombie noises. <laughs> actually, was kind of frightening. Uh, yeah, that was. I don't know about that. Anyway, all right. Um, let's bring this back um, on the topic. I want to do now the negative side. What do our readers, listeners, have to beware of in repurposing old ideas? What are the pitfalls? Are there any? Yes. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you one right now while the other two think. Um, one thing I've seen from new writers that's a big problem is when they keep trying to repurpose the same thing over and over again. Um, they finish a novel and then say, okay, I can do that better. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Um, and Th you, that becomes the eternal rewrite instead right. of actually repurposing right. something. Right. Um, and a lot of times I feel that um, you need to give yourself enough time to grow between books to, to do this better, I would suggest, you know, doing, now this is me, I do it, I write a lot of books, but, you know, if you can wait three or four books in between repurposing an old one until you have really changed as a writer and have grown as a writer, um, otherwise it's probably better just to redraft the previous book. And when we talk about yeah. repurposing, I'm meaning writing it from scratch from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Or um, just repurposing, like you said, could be yeah. taking one idea and putting it into a different context. Right. Which right. I think is often a better use of it right. than I, just I, rewriting. I call it putting it, the book into the wood chipper, right? You stick the book <laughs> in the wood chipper, and all the ideas pop out the back end, and you... Um, and you, now you've got Fargo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you went there. Okay. <laughs> we all went there mentally as soon as you said it. Uh-huh. Any, um, any, any problems, Howard? Um, I, I, think the, I think the biggest... The the biggest problem with it is that if you're if you're too attached to whatever the old thing was, right. you may not make the hard decisions that needed to be made uh, in order to fix it. Um, if you know if it was a darling that needed to be killed once, um, and now you've brought it back uh, yeah. in, in another form, um, it, it it may need to be killed again. <laughs> uh, you you may not have done it. You may not have done it right, and you may be you may be looking at it. You may be too emotionally attached to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Here, here's another that that one I've got a, I've got a story on. And um, Elantris, there's a deleted um, set of deleted scenes you can find on my website where my um, my wow it's really raining. Um, I'm glad we're in here. Um, yeah. There's a there's a sequence with a new character that's kind of near the end um, that uh, that comes into the book that my agent suggested I cut. It's called the Mad Prince. You can go read about it. And mm -hmm. when I cut it, I said, oh, that's all right. I guess I'll use him in another book sometime. And my agent said to me, Brandon, no. <laughs> this character didn't work here. He's not going to work somewhere else. This character needs to just go into the files of, you know, someday you'll post it on your website. And I did. This character has been hit by bale fire. Yeah. He never was. Never was. <laughs> 
Um, and that was really, really actually solid advice because when I'd written that character, I'd been not quite as good as of a writer as I've become. And that character was a, a character from a, um, a less skillful time. And it was not a very three-dimensional character. It was there just for laughs. And it didn't fit the book for multiple reasons. So you can go read about that. Um, another folly with um, trunk novels that I've heard, um, also another agent story. Um, Joshua has lots of stories. Um, he had an author. I'm not going to mention the author by name because um, I, I don't want to, to out them on this. But he had an author who got published. Their books were huge, were selling. You know, were, He was really hot. And he, the editor said, come to him and said, OK, what, what else you got? And he went and got the, the trunk novels. Um, the no all the novels he's written before he got published. And this is where why I call them trunk novels, because that's what Joshua called them. They were in the author's quote unquote trunk. And the author brought them out and said, here we go. I've got six books that we can now do. And he sold them all and got tons of money, quote unquote, you know, for yeah. a writer, tons of money. And yet when they came out, the reviews were all, were all said, wow, this author seems like they've not gotten better. They've gotten worse. Um, <laughs> in fact, I read this author's books during this era. And I thought, oh, this author kind of lost it. Um, yeah. And the author hadn't lost it. The author was just releasing the books that were not quite as good as the books that they had been doing. Um, yep. And this is the reason why when people say to me, oh, are you ever going to release those old books of yours? I have that Joshua's voice in my head saying, look what happened here. You don't want people to assume you're getting worse as a writer. I can't remember who gave the advice at LTUE, but his advice was once you are successfully published, you know, once you have a, a career, once you have a catalog behind you, burn the trunk. Okay. Because even if you are smart, Smart enough to never publish these things. After you die, somebody in you, yeah, one your of your kids is going to say, "Hey, there might be, son there might be some out. more money in this," and right. then they sully your name forever. Yeah, I mean, I think they can be used. Um, I'm, I'm posting some of that stuff on my website with huge disclaimers that says, "This was when I was not so good as a writer." Um, my agent doesn't even like that. He says, "No, they're going to then associate your cell, your name unconsciously with bad writing." Um, and you don't want to send that to them, but um, sometimes I ignore him. But you know what? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the sand blows carelessly and freely. Yes, it does. <laughs> we just need the word from it. <laughs> okay. So sorry, Thank you very much. We're gonna do your first strip next time. Um, <laughs> writing. Like you have to give us the writing prompt then. Um, okay. All I'm right. going to take a yeah. word from uh -huh. my first strip. Interspeciated workplace. <laughs> nice. That's take the phrase interspeciated workplace and run with it to someplace besides Schlock Mercenary. <laughs> or he'll sue you. <laughs> That's your other writing prompt. Yes. Howard Taylor oh, sues no. you. When you I write just got a cease and desist Schlock from a web cartoonist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has been writing excuses. Thank you to our wonderful audience for um for cheering and making monkey noises and oh, I'm going to hold one up now. We love Jordo! And loving Jordo. Uh, this has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.